Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The But First Stretch podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives in our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who really want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self-worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. And just a reminder, but first stretch. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken and welcome back to But First Stretch. If it's your first time listening, I am so glad you are here. The first portion of the podcast is this warm-up. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. So this summer has been a whirlwind. I know there are some listeners who are so sad to see their summer go, and there are others who eagerly await the fall season. Personally, I am somewhere in between. I don't really want to say goodbye to the summer, but I'm so looking forward to some cooler days ahead. Currently, I'm training for the Steamtown Marathon, and at this point, it's about two weeks away. Most of my running has taken place in the humidity and in early mornings, like just waking up and feeling the humidity all around me as if I could cut it. And just two weeks ago, the humidity level was like 98 degrees and the dew point was 71. So I personally am excited for some cooler weather. Uh, In our family, my partner Sean returned to the classroom. He is a teacher and took a sabbatical last year to get STEM certified. And he was our to-go parent during the day with our three kids who weren't in full-time school yet. Our oldest is now off to full-day kindergarten. I'm already missing that summer life together. It was so nice just having lunch together and doing some day-to-day excursions, little vacations here and there. And this is the first year I'm not returning to the classroom. I recently retired from public school teaching and working as the manager of Yoga Home, a yoga studio where I teach and take classes. And to be honest, I'm learning so much in this new career and I'm trying to honor the time it takes to be in this newness, in this new part of my life. So I recently taught one of my favorite yoga classes, which is Labor Day Vinyasa. And for some reason, I just love this class. I've taught this a few times in the old studio. And I think it's because Labor Day has always been that unofficial end to summer in the United States. It's such a time of transition and change. And it's really that time, whether you have kids off to school or not, I think everyone can kind of feel it. But it's important to celebrate our work and what we do every day. When we have a moment to take pride in all the work we do, thus the celebration of Labor Day, we can feel acknowledged and appreciated. And if you don't feel it at work or home, please know that I do appreciate you. And I'm just so glad that you listen to my podcast every week. Um, In this episode, I do just want to make everyone aware that there are many layers, complexities, and schools of thought about this topic, and I'm here to open the conversation using my own experience. Um, Personally, in my meditation practice, or even in moments during the day when I find my mind wandering, 
I'm noticing my thoughts are starting to turn negative and judgmental towards myself just in this current season and this time, um, probably because of all these different transitions that I'm going through, that my family's going through. And this episode touches upon both the scientific studies of the brain as well as personal experience. So as I continue to find my own grounding this season, I had one of those moments that really forced me to acknowledge my discomfort in the present moment. I was getting my hair cut, and before I dive too deep into the story, please know I get it cut about twice a year, and the person cutting my hair was so nice and brought up lovely conversation. However, I was sitting in the chair and my thoughts just began to race. Why am I still here? Oh, I wish I had hair like that. Should I be coloring my hair? Is my hair, like, not in style right now? (laughs) Oh, if I colored it, I'd have to sit here even longer. Oh, I hope Sean remembers to put the food in the oven. Should I ask her to hurry up so I could be home sooner? All this mixed with, like, random conversation about our vacations and, of course, me checking my phone from time to time. I happened to look up during all of these thoughts and I saw her blowing my hair dry. It was really calming just watching like the brush move. My hair looks so fresh. It looked beautiful. Could I just try to enjoy this moment? It really got me thinking where do we go when we let our thoughts, our made-up stories, our negativity take us away from being in the moment? Why do our thoughts turn negative? Could I actually be uncomfortable sitting a little bit and be okay with it? Can I train my thoughts not to go down this unnecessary negative path, but instead stay in the present? Can I be appreciative that I took the time to do something for myself, you know, getting my hair cut, and it was needed? So I guess my question is, do you ever find it uncomfortable to sit alone with your thoughts? Also, kind of stepping back, there's a huge different difference in discomfort and pain. So my thoughts in this moment at the hair salon were almost egging me on to make the situation uncomfortable, questioning, and negative. There are painful experiences and painful thoughts that should be addressed with a professional, which I'm not, and this story is not going into that realm. Today I'm focusing on how we handle everyday challenges that arise when we're alone with our thoughts. And on episode six, I had Rennie Volpe, who's a licensed professional counselor, um, an LPC, and a licensed psychotherapist, discuss anxiety. And one of the points she brought really struck with me, and it kind of reminded me of this episode. She said, don't believe everything you think. Don't believe everything you think. The stories we tell ourselves about our lives, the lives of others, aren't always rooted in truth. Even that whole conversation I was having in my head while I was getting my hair cut. So I was thinking about this and we can rewire our brains and how it thinks. There have been countless popular books written about rewiring our brains with habits. We have Atomic Habits, which I love. 
Um, an older one was The Power of Habit, um, just to name a few. Scientists actually have created a term for how this works, neuroplasticity, rewiring our brain and how it thinks. And it's really fascinating all the studies that have been done on the brain in the last few years. We've really come far in how our brain works. So when you're sitting in discomfort, when your thoughts are wandering away from you and they begin to turn negative, your awareness is needed to switch this thought process. So in that moment when I was sitting in the chair, I was listening to my thoughts. I was aware of what was taking place. Um, and I think this is really cool. Neuroscientists have discovered that repetitive thoughts form neural pathways as neurons that fire together get wired together. So the more a particular thought or belief is activated and reinforced, the stronger these neural pathways become and the more automatically they become our go-to pattern of perceiving. So like I said, currently I'm kind of going down as I'm thinking into this like judgmental of myself mentality, but I can change that based on neuroplasticity, which I think is really, really cool. Um, another element that I've been looking into is that mindfulness, which noticing my thoughts, even though in the moment I wasn't mindful, I was paying attention to my thoughts and bringing myself into the present moment. And meditation can both help with neuroplasticity. In the moment at the hairdresser's chair, I realized my thoughts were getting out of control and I was out of touch with reality. And I brought myself back by noticing my hair and how it was changing. And that's like kind of being in the present moment. So I took myself from that place of being alone with my thoughts and challenging myself to be mindful in the moment. So... In any moment, you can become aware of your thoughts, noticing them, and then if it's turning negative, changing the narrative to something neutral or positive. So for me, it was actually noticing the hair, right? Noticing what was taking place in that moment. And this is more to encourage you to become curious about your thoughts. It's okay to sit in discomfort with the things that aren't enjoyable, you can allow yourself to notice where and why your mind wanders. This is, again, one of those reasons we do meditate is to find where our mind goes. So sitting in discomfort is okay. It helps us grow as a person. And if we can change the discomfort into mindfulness, we can change how we think. One way I'm changing my mindset during the day is thinking of something positive. So just for a few seconds, I'll just pause, especially if I'm going down to some kind of rabbit hole of what I'm thinking about. And I'll just think about a fun moment I had that morning, maybe with my kids or something that made me really happy. And I just come back to something positive. And I understand that sometimes that's really hard to do. But if you can just bring your mind back to it, even, even a picture, maybe even for me, just noticing how my hair looked as she was drying it, right? That's really cool because I was going down of like, is my hair even relevant today, right? That's where my mind was going. So thinking about something positive can really pause and change the day that you're living in.
Um, so just a few things. You can get in contact with me via social media. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this too. What are some things that you do when your mind starts to wander? Um, Jennifer MC3 is Instagram and Jennifer McCracken is Facebook. Um, if you like this episode, please give it a great review on iTunes or Spotify, however you listen. I am hoping to bring back some more guests this fall, so I'm excited for that lineup. And just know that I appreciate you so much. So at the end of every episode, I do a wrap-up three questions. So the first question is always, what stretches are you doing in your own life? And for me right now, it's just taking each evening to really be with the family. So whether that's reading, going for a walk, just trying to find a pause and reconnect with each other together is a stretch that we're doing as we start to navigate this fall and you know different activities that our kids are involved in as well as my husband and I we are also just I guess lovers of doing everything so it's really nice to find that pause and reconnect um what is something that you're doing enjoying doing in your life for you and right now it's taking yoga classes it's um, something I really have been trying to get out and do um, just to really kind of come back into my own body a little bit and the last thing is something you can't stop talking about and I know it's super annoying for a lot of people but it's definitely running I love talking strategy I love talking fueling I like talking shoes and I really tried to keep this podcast minimal on that today, but that is um, just my season. I have two weeks until I run my first marathon since 2015, so I'm so looking forward to this and so nervous. Um, And then my last part of every episode is cooling down with a meditation. And so you're always welcome to pause this at the end. or just, you know, do it when you have a moment. This one's really nice. It's one of my favorites because it does take us into the present moment and you can notice how your thoughts are impacting your feelings. So find a comfortable seat or place to be. Maybe you allow yourself to sit cross-legged. I like to sit on my couch, but maybe you find the floor a little bit more grounding. And gently start to relax your hands, your arms, your legs, and your feet. Allow the eyes to close or gaze downward. Open the jaw a little and relax the forehead. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Begin to find stillness here. Bring your awareness into your toes. Bring your awareness into your feet. Bring your awareness into your legs. 
bring your awareness into your hips. Bring your awareness into your stomach. Bring your awareness into your lower back. Bring your awareness into your chest. Bring your awareness into your upper back. Bring your awareness into your fingers. Bring your awareness into your hands. Bring your awareness into your arms. Bring your awareness into your shoulders. Bring your awareness into your neck. Bring your awareness into your face. If you notice your thoughts drifting, just notice them. Begin to imagine you are sitting in a room of your choice. Where is it? Is it inside? Is it outside? What colors, furniture, ambience do you desire? Start to visualize this room with you sitting in it. What does the room smell like? Sitting here in the room you have created, notice how you're feeling. You have control over the room. And you have control over your thoughts.
and stay here just for a little while longer. When you are ready, gently open your eyes and return to the present moment. Thank you so much for joining to me in this episode of But First Stretch. I hope you have a wonderful day.